Welcome to the Idiot Exclaiming Entertainment Extravaganza, only on GamingUncensored.com. It's E4. Hey, what is up? Welcome to E4 2023, episode 10. I think that's a new record for us for it, E4. It is! We've now done it for three months, and yeah. so understandably so that it's a record. Uh, I'm Tommy Jamie sitting over there. How you doing, man? I, I'm just waiting on you to call. I, I, it, it will happen. I, I guarantee it. It hasn't happened in the first 45 seconds, but it, it's coming. So um, <coughs> there it comes. Yeah. <laughs> we, uh, we haven't done a show since I left your house, in part because I've been barely able to talk for much of that time. I I, I, uh, I, I got back... I feel really bad about that, by the way. <laughs> yes. I got back from your house with the flu, uh, of all things. We we uh, talked about this a little bit. I, I picked up a cough like the last day I was at your house. It just well, started Well, we coughing. both had one. Just Right. You know. But it just it started then, and you had had it before, so I'm blaming you for all this. Yeah, it's uh, totally <laughs> my fault. <laughs> and this was like two and a half weeks ago now. It's been a while. Yeah. Uh, but I came back with the flu. It was just laid out for couple days as sick as i've been in a long long time uh and i i think that's turned into bronchitis like the flu stuff is gone at this point but i've had this chest cold cough congestion whatever junk for a while and now it's moving to my sinuses but it, whatever it doesn't matter just i'm gonna cough a lot so be prepared for uh coughing <laughs> i'll try to get out of the mic when i have coughing fit well so apologies for that it, it is one of those things that we we muddle through both of us always and uh, it, <clears throat> I, I do feel guilty because <laughs> you did obviously pick it up at my house, uh, for better or worse. Uh, so I feel like I, you know, should apologize. I appreciate that. And uh, <laughs> but but I'm glad to you know you're still alive. I was starting to wonder. Uh, yes. I, the only way that I know you're alive is that you're still playing Zelda. Uh, right. Uh, the, um, <laughs> okay, folks, I got to tell you, and he's coughing too much to defend himself, so here we go. Um, <laughs> the amount of Zelda that I've had to watch over the last six months <laughs> is almost offensive. <laughs> like, like, seriously, it's almost offensive. Like, I've got this new guy working with me uh, uh, nights, and you know Chris. Chris was around uh, when you were at my house two weeks ago. Chris yep. has been working nights with me, and and I I have actually had to move to my office a couple of nights because I'm not doing anything fun other than watching Zelda. <laughs> and I, I, really just, I really don't want to scare the dude off. <laughs> and so when he walks in my house yesterday, of course I have it on the living room TV, and he looks at it and he goes, "Is he to the end yet?" <laughs> and I said, "We're getting close." And he says, yes. "He says, well, I'm not really as invested in it as you are, but now I'm invested enough that I kind of <laughs> want to see what happens." So we sat last night and watched you play Zelda for three hours. Nice. Then we watched Game Gamescom, and I thought, okay, I'm good and caught up for the show. 
And then I look over there, and there's two more hours of Zelda to 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 watch. And, and, and uh, Chris, Chris is like, I, because I saw you were live last night after we got done with Gamescom at like 11.30 or whatever it was. And, and uh, I, I told Chris, I said, this is what happened. I said he was watching the same thing we were on one screen, and he was playing <laughs> Zelda on another. And, and, and absolutely the, true. The only re- the only reason that that is there is because he's able to multitask, and we're not. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, Chris has gotten a Zelda primer nice. at, at my house, and and. I have to admit, I love the game. It's fabulous. It gets better and better. Every hour that you play, I see things uh, that that surprise me. And yeah. the latest thing to surprise me is one of my favorite people on the planet, and that's Katie Sackhoff, who, who plays the voice of the spirit stage. I think I'm almost positive that's Katie Sackhoff. Maybe so. I love... I love Katie Sackhoff. And so when when I when I heard that, I was like, oh, that's cool. Um, although I gotta say I'm a little weirded out by that spirit sage, because now you have this rock'em talk'em robot. Yes. That that I can't really tell that it does anything. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 let's talk about that for a little bit. Cause it, it was a fascinating part of the game. And so spoiler issue, everybody's way ahead of us in this game. So whatever, uh, you've been warned. Um, so when you get the spirit sage, which is the last sage that you didn't even know was a sage until you find all the other sages <laughs> and you gotta go, whatever. Um, yeah, you get like this mech that you can climb into and control. And I was like, this is going to be awesome. <laughs> and then it wasn't. Yeah, it really kind of sucked, actually. Like I was like, I'm gonna go beat that. Like, put these big spike balls on on the hands of this mech and just go beat down some fools. And it took me forever <laughs> to kill some like pretty basic enemies, not like you know chump enemies. They they were the like white versions right. of the whatever you know. But still, it like is way easier for me to kill those guys not in the mech. But the mech does help some. Uh, kind of fights and so now you've got this like whole little army following you with these five sages one of them being this big mech but you've got to attach things to it you got to fuse stuff to it to make it really useful and for the most part I just haven't even bothered since I've gotten that one I mean I will when I get to some places where I need this but for the most part I haven't even bothered so here's my issue with the five sages and it hasn't become an issue until like the last Two hours. There, you have. There are so many people constantly on the screen following you around that the camera is all jacked up. Like yeah. the 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 camera, just in the last two hours, has gotten awful because these little blue floaty guys are just kind of hanging around. And, right. And I'm thinking, like, we got to find a better way to do this. Like, this kind of sucks. And yeah. if if we're gonna do this <laughs> for two or three more hours, whatever's left, this is really uncomfortable. And what what you're talking about with the mech is very obvious to watch you play. It's extremely unwieldy. 
Uh, Like, it's just not easy to control. I don't have the control in my hands. I can see that just looking at it. It's not. They did not do a good job. uh, Yes. It it definitely could have been done better if the goal is to, like, have you actually, like, man the mech on a regular basis. Um, It's not good for that. But as another companion, it's fine. You know, you got another companion that can wallop some guys or whatever. Um, you can turn those off, like you can disable the sages if you want to. You don't have to have them really? all, all the time. Yeah, it's in, in in the inventory. You can just shut them off. But I just like all the abilities to be at hand. Like right. them being there. I, I wish what I wish they would have done with it is put the sage abilities on like a a, a, a action wheel. You know, like right. the, the, all the other abilities are or whatever that you could access it that way. It just pull the abilities because the one that drives me nuts. I love the lightning sage's yes. ability that like you get lightning arrows, like you yep. shoot whatever's in the range and it, you know, uh, gets electrocuted. It's super fun, but you got to like run up to her and like activate the ability. And she's never where I need her to be at. I'm sure there's probably some way you could do that otherwise, but I don't know what it is. Uh, and so instead I'm just always like, Hey, where are you lightning chick? I need lightning arrows. And I'm like running around the battlefield trying to find her. And she's never in a useful place. Yeah, it's it's not great. Uh not great AI. Not great AI at all. Um no. that said, it's a very minor yes. thing to get nit- nitpicky about because God dude, the game is so good. It, is, it just so keeps good. going. It's just wild how much it keeps going. And like the different ways you could do stuff. So, like, again, this is going to be a little spoilery, so uh, prepare yourself. But the Master Sword, I got to the point of the game that I'm like, okay, I need to get the Master Sword. Like, we're we, there. We, we, got, we should have the Master Sword. See, here comes a big conversation because I got some stuff on that, too. Yeah. And so I was like, the Master Sword is obviously going to be in the Forbidden Forest. And that's what you did in the first game. You went through the Forbidden Forest, and there was this little way to follow, like, the, the, uh, the, the flame, the smoke off the candles or whatever it was that kind of showed you to pass so you wouldn't get through. It was still tricky, but you did that. And so I went to the Forbidden Forest and I was like, this isn't the same and this isn't working. I couldn't figure out my way around it. So I said, screw that. I'm I'm going to like do a couple of main quest line things to see if it opens up like a Forbidden Forest quest or whatever. And so I finished up the tiers, all the tiers and the, the like crop circles, hieroglyphs, whatever they are around the map. And that ended up getting me the Master Sword. Or, yeah. Uh, yeah the, it, like, it was on the dragon that, again, spoiler here, just prepare yourself if you haven't made it this far in the game, uh, that Zelda turns into. Zelda eats this stone and turns into a dragon. It's this whole weird thing, whatever. And all the tears of the kingdom that have been cried by this dragon are Zelda's and yeah. whatever. The Master Sword is sticking out of her head as a dragon. You just go up and get it. It's kind of right. awesome. And you have the Master Sword. And it was like so little, like... Uh, uh, anything to it, like no it just was like a circumstance. Yeah, you just had it. And I was like, that doesn't feel right. And then I went back to the the Forbidden Forest, the Lost Woods, and figured out what you were supposed to do there, and got to the Great Deku Tree and all that stuff. And the Great Deku Tree is like, oh, you already got the Master Sword, cool man. See ya. You know, <laughs> it was like. Oh, that was not the order of things that they anticipated us doing it, but it worked. Uh, and so, like, I don't know if there's another way you get the Master Sword, if you could go through the the Lost Woods to get the Master Sword, whatever it is. But anyway, we got it and got through that quest line, too, and it was all fine. But so, just the weird things, ways things happen in this game. Here's, here's something that is uh, not... Again, it's nitpicky, but 
you went through all that effort to get the Master Sword. And I think I said it with Breath of the Wild, and I'll say it again here. I hate the fact that the Master Sword has to recharge. Yeah. I hate it. I I hate it. I understand that you don't want an overpowered weapon that just slays all. I get that, but it basically functions like any other weapon and then eventually waits, then eventually breaks, and you got to wait like 40 minutes for the thing to charge. Like, yeah. for crying out loud, if, if, why in the world was it stuck in our head for like 4,000 years, <laughs> sucking up sacred power if it's got to recharge every 40 minutes? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, it it, yeah. it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. You no. have uh you have weapons in your inventory that you made that do more damage than the Master Sword does. Oh yeah. And and I I just I have a problem with that. We Yeah. We have it's, we have played this game eight thousand hours. We finally have the Master Sword. It's like ah, whatever. Yeah. It is like it's it's important for the uh progression of the game, obviously, like it is the sword that you need to defeat Ganondorf and, and whatever, whatever, whatever. You know, like it's it's got that element to it. Uh but yeah, as just a practical weapon, it's just a kind of it's nice that it recharges. It's only 10 minutes to recharge in game. Um, and so you have a weapon that is dependable that you know you're going to have, you know? And so I right. always equip the Master Sword until I run out of energy, and then I use one of my other weapons that's going to break until the Master Sword recharges, essentially. Uh, and you can add items to the Master Sword. You can fuse things to it. And I get beefier. just saw that. I, I was wondering if I was hallucinating, because I, yep. I might Which is a pretty I might, cool thing. I might have taken some stuff, and I wasn't sure if I was seeing it. <laughs> 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 Uh, that's fair but yes you can uh, and so you have that ability too which is you know you can make it kind of be whatever you need it to be and so it just it's it doesn't take up a, a weapon slot I don't think like I think it's its own weapon slot uh, and it's there when you want it and then you still got all the other weapons that you had before and so it's kind of a bonus and that's nice but it is lacking that like wow factor that the master sword has traditionally been in Zelda Again, you're absolutely right, though. It wasn't in Breath of the Wild either. Like, this is not different than what the Master Sword was really in Breath of the Wild. And so, in both of these games, it, it just feels different. Uh, understandably so, because you don't want it to be like, oh, you got the Master Sword, now you don't have to worry about weapon durability or anything else that you've learned to deal with as part of this game. And Yeah, it is what yeah. it is. And the, the game's so good, we're not going to draw on about it because we have so many other games to talk about. <laughs> we have very This is part time. of the reason that I uh, am, like, uh, uh, getting through Zelda as fast as I can at this point. We're close to the end of the game. There's a lot of side quests that I have at this point that I'm like, I'm not, I'm not doing these. Like, the, the rewards aren't that big. I love them. I would do every single one of them if I didn't have a million other games to play. But we've got a million other games to play, and so I just need to get through Zelda. And so we, we there's do. still anytime I find a shrine, I'm going to go do that. There's uh, some quests like doing all the dragons. That was fun. I want yep. to do that. Um, and so there's some quests that I'm still like, I'm absolutely going to do these. But 
there's a handful like, um, okay, I'm probably not going to go get all the pictures for the stables, even though I find right. that one really fun. Just takes a lot of time. And, and I'm not going to go find all the treasures in the depths, even though that would be really cool. There's just so much content in this game. Yes. It is wild how much. Con- it's <laughs> it's so much bigger than Breath of the Wild. Just like exponentially bigger than Breath of the Wild. It's so crazy how big the game is. Well, what's crazy to me is you've got this this game that has been out how long? Since May. Okay, so it's been out since May. We are now in August. <coughs> and we're still playing this game. Like hardcore playing this game three hours every day. So yeah. much so that I don't have time to do anything else. Like it's a good thing that PTI has been off for the last two weeks. Because I ain't watching nothing else but Zelda. I no. haven't played Diablo because I'd spend my time Watching you play Zelda, I desperately, I, that's a lie. I got two hours of Diablo in this week. Nice. Uh, but, but that's it. All of it has gone to Zelda. Um, and, and, and I will say that I'm ready for us to play something that has some voice, voice acting. Yeah. Yes. Oh You're like speeding through the text at this point because you don't care. And right. I don't really care. And so, like, Chris is trying to read, and you're like, click, 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 click. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, he's pretty much done. We, we, we need to, uh, we it's need speed to, reading yeah. time now. So, 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 yeah, it, it, I'm ready for that. I'm ready for whatever the next title is. Those is great, but I've, I've had my fill of text, and I don't want any more. Yes. And, and, when now this is going to be the weirdest segue and we haven't mentioned the patreon guys yet <laughs> so if you want to do that um we should do that yep i could do that uh really quick here uh big thanks to patreon guys cabbage jose narc duff josh actor spider spencer kavash chad zeke chris brigham sam andrew leak logan and liz uh thank you all for your support if you want to support us on patreon you can do that by going to gamingincensor.com i will mention there is a video up there of uh us playing some diablo when i was at your place and so uh, if you haven't seen that over on the patreon uh that's that's worth watching (laughs) i watched i watched about 10 minutes of that do you realize that they don't there's there's no audio of us talking? Huh? Seriously? On that video? Yeah. Oh well then don't go watch it yet. Yeah. Go fix that. It's uh, there should be video of us, there should be audio of us talking. Th- there's that's no a, that's an important part of th- that video. Th- there's no audio of us talking. I checked no. it and then uh Interesting. Uh, so I don't know what happened there. So yeah, wait we'll a little bit to, to <laughs> watch that because I watched about <laughs> ten minutes after you left, and I was like, "This is not right." And then you told me you were sick. And uh, oh, I, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the video that was just streamed from the PlayStation, right. yeah, yeah, is on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one doesn't have us talking. The one that's posted on Patreon should. Okay, good. Um, Yes. Good, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good, the, good. if you just go to the YouTube, you can watch us play, but it's not going to have our commentary. Very on. good. Very good. Very good. Okay. I didn't do that. Um, yeah, so there we go. So, understand. That. So, yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that's up there. That was a lot of fun. Uh, I, I, I uh, really, really, really want to play more Diablo. I, I really do. I know you do too. 
Uh, we, I feel so bad that we are so far behind because uh, neither one of us is level 40 yet. I did a couple of side quests uh, this week and just sort of, you know, got to what's the place that you asked me if I had the waypoint for and the, yeah, the, the whatever the small town was. Well, I got there and did a couple of side quests, did that kind of thing. And, and I'm looking at the album going, this is awesome. And now Boulder's Gate 3 is out, which apparently that's awesome. Starfield yes. is coming. That's going to be awesome. Uh, Cyberpunk, we found out yesterday, is getting a massive 2.0 patch. Uh, yes. So it's time to play that. If you have not played Cyberpunk 2077, which I have not, uh, and I have a, new, a computer, new, game. I have a new computer to play it on, which I'm really excited about. Uh, there is so much to play. I have Absolutely no idea how we're going to play it all. No, I, it's insane. I love you, Duff, but I have no idea. <laughs> no idea whatsoever uh, because I don't think anybody thought that Baldur's Gate was going to be as good as it apparently is. Yes. Uh, I will grant you that IGN and uh, some other people on the internet are notorious for scoring high, uh, but I watched a review from Eurogamer, and I can't remember the guy's name, but he just said, look, he said, um, I do this for a living, and I totally fell in love here. Yeah. Um, and and by all accounts, it's as near perfect a D&D role-playing game on your computer as you will ever find. Yeah. And yeah. that I'd say all of that to say, that means we have to play it, mm. right? So, sure. so no offense to Starfield or, or anything else that's out there. Like, we, we got a queue. And, of course... Uh, Duff is providing us tech to play Starfield, and so I don't know how we're gonna. I I feel like I feel like two people trying to figure out how to share the kids in the divorce. Like, <laughs> like how, how are we gonna get this figured out? Like, yeah, we've got entirely too much to do and not enough time. This is this is very true. Uh, I'll mention it. We'll, we can talk about Baldur's Gate for a little bit. I have played just a little bit of Baldur's Gate, not a ton, uh, because I've been trying to get through Zelda, uh, but had to pick up Baldur's Gate because it's amazing. It's fantastic. And uh, it is just in the little bit that I've played uh, going through character creation, which we we talk about character creation on this uh, on this show a lot, in, mostly in terms of how much we don't enjoy character creation how i just want to like get a character and go i want to go play the game i don't want to spend a whole lot of time like customizing cheekbones that's not really right. my thing uh but something like baldur's gate which is dnd character creation is such a big deal like yeah the character creation in dnd is like one of the most fun things you do in the whole process and so uh i spent you know a couple hours in character creation of just like okay let me go through all the races and all the classes and figure out, you know, really how I want to play this. And this, no surprise, how I ended up playing it is how I play D&D, and that's how I want to play this game. Okay, uh, so tell, tell everybody, how do, you, how do you play D&D? So I'm a rogue. 
almost yeah. always. Uh, yeah. That's my that's my D and D class uh, that I've I've played since I was a kid, and not always, but most of the time uh, I end up playing a rogue. Uh, and so, uh, sure enough, that's why I decided uh, to do here. Uh, so I did uh, like the the wood elf, the forest elf uh, as my race, which is a little bit new. That's not something that I've played as in the past. And so I've often done like halfling rogues and right. that kind of stuff. So I wanted to do something that was a little bit different from how I usually approach D&D, but still pretty familiar. And I thought that was a fun and the the uh, uh, class traits or the race uh, traits that come with uh, the, the wood elves uh, are, are really helpful for uh, the kind of rogue that I like to play. And so uh, that was, but it was going through like every race and every class and going, okay, which one makes sense with this? That would be useful here. That would be, you know, for these specs and that spec, whatever it is. And then rolling specs and, and deciding, you know, how you want to allocate your uh, uh, stats out what skills you want to start with and all that stuff of that like that initial like what your character looks like that is again so much of the fun of D&D of, of building that initial character uh, was just you know spot on I, I'd spent so little time on like the, the physical appearance of my dude I hit random a couple of times and then tweaked here and there um, and then I, I spent a ton of time on on those other fun elements that I really enjoy and it does feel very <laughs> D&D in that uh, and then once you get into the game, it's very obvious to you. Like you have roles. Like you're like, okay, let's do a perception check, and it pops up with a d20 on the screen, and you click it, and it rolls the d20, and you see what your requirement is, and what kind of bonuses you get, and whether or not you pass or fail, and it and it then it just is what it is, you know, like you roll, you get it, you don't get it, you move on. It's just like D&D. &D. Right. With the exception that there is a quick save. So if you want to quick save before making a roll Which... and do it until you get it right, you can. Uh, but uh, if you want to have it like truly feel like D&D, &D, like play a D&D &D and you're like, that, that was my very first roll in the game. I failed. Like it was a perception check. It was like, oh, this dude is in this like whatever, like you go and check out this guy that's like all screwed up uh, from the is, is that is stuff. that the that's the uh, that's the guy that you get at your camp that will let you respect he's like a ghoul or something that's not even that no okay. it's way earlier than that even uh, just a real basic thing but it was just like hey let's see if you can figure out like what's going on with this dude roll and I rolled and I failed and it was like nope you didn't figure it out move on you know like <laughs> that was it and that's like that's so D and D and, yeah. and it was just like Ah, oh, that's cool. You know, and like again, it's not surprising. It is a D and D game, uh, but for you know having played D and D growing up, uh, pen and paper, and not having played D and D in quite a while uh, in in my adult life, uh, it just is is super familiar and and like feels good, and the lore is familiar while still being new, and just there's a bunch of stuff about it that but we're going to be obsessed with this game. It's going to own us totally. And, and the fact that Zelda exists is the only reason that I haven't played tons more of Baldur's Gate. So here, here's what you got to know. First, one of the reviews that I watched said that if you spend less than two hours on character creation, you're doing it wrong. Right. Like, like <laughs> that, that's just the way it is. Um, secondly, <laughs> I've had every everything that I have seen so far, every video that I have seen so far says, for crying out loud, hit F5 every yes. five minutes because <laughs> you are going to get wiped. Yeah. You're going to get wiped. It's going to happen. So just get used to that quick save button. 
Um, and and you know I love me a game with a quick save. I always have. Yes. That that's one of the things that made me love Half Life because I could play a first person shooter and you know suck and still get through <laughs> it. Right. Um, I I I I love that the quick save is there. I that there are there are things about it that I think are going to annoy me. Uh like apparently you can miss a whole <laughs> lot of the game just by how you go to camp every night. Like mm. I sent you a text and said I watched this thing that said go to you know, go to camp this way instead of that way. Uh Otherwise, you lose some cutscenes and you lose some conversations and that kind of stuff. Which in most games it doesn't matter. In a D and D game, it absolutely matters. Every, every conversation matters. Every uh, interaction matters. Um, and apparently, they have nailed this to a T. Yeah. And and I heard a guy. Yes, I should have wrote some names down, but I was watching a guy yesterday that again is a professional reviewer say, look, you could play the same class, you could play the same party, you could do everything the same way, twice, and it would be a totally different game because of the perception checks, because of the of yeah. what the game throws at you, it's just like Playing a D and D campaign, yeah. and 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 that to me, like I'm feeling what I want to talk to you about is, I saw the action bar and all of the options that are there because I mean, <laughs> right. I mean, you can. One thing that I have heard is that you need to get used to throwing stuff. Because if you throw stuff the right way, it in a lot of cases it doesn't cost you an action point, and so you you need to get used to just chucking stuff into the area and, and see what happens, and, and and it's little things like that for somebody that hasn't played D and D or like me hasn't played a lot of D and D. I have, I've played, I've played through. A D and D campaign, so I've done it, but I didn't play it like you did when you were a kid. It, I say all of this to say, it's overwhelming. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I feel like Baldur's Gate is going to be overwhelming, and figure out, okay, how do you, how do you play this, uh, and and not get wiped, which is which is the purpose with every D and D game that you play tabletop or otherwise, but for some, and, and I heard this discussion go on with Diablo about how Diablo was obviously made for the 40 something year old dad that just wants to play for a couple hours every night and not really worrying about anything. And all the purists are, are, have been up in arms about that. Baldur's Gate is the exact opposite of that. So a 40-year-old dad that maybe hasn't played a lot of D&D &D is probably going to 
struggle with Baldur's Gate crap. I may struggle with Baldur's Gate. <laughs> um, yes. it, I, you know, it's a lot. It, it's not going to be. Yeah, it's not a, a simple like plug it in and go kind of game. Right. And it's go. It, it assumes that you have some knowledge of D and D in the world and and all that kind of. Which stuff. Which I do. I think I have enough to sure, play. Sure. And, um, and I think a lot of people do. Uh, but definitely not everybody. But the, like to me, the biggest thing in trying to translate this to a game, and Larian's done a really good job of this, uh, obviously, with just how uh, critically uh, successful the game has been so far. Um, but like the whole thing with D&D, playing pen and paper, is like you don't have like three actions to choose from. You can do kind of whatever, whatever you want. Like the yeah. whole point is to be creative and and fun and try to like break the game's not the right way to say it, but like the most fun things that happen in a D and D game are when you're like, let's try throw it. Like I have vivid memories of playing a halfling rogue and a buddy of mine was playing like a barbarian or something, you know, like a big warrior dude. Uh, and he like was like, okay, like we're about to get wiped. We got one chance. I'm picking up the halfling and chunking him at, you know, this dude and the, you know, uh, Dungeon Master was like, all right, uh, let's roll, see what happens. And like, it worked. And it was this crazy thing, you know, of like how it played out everything. Like, and it's not like you don't have that button in a game typically to like say, yeah, pick up my buddy and throw him across the screen or whatever, you know, like those things are so scripted in most games. And this one is has to let you have a lot of that creative freedom to kind of figure it out. It obviously can't do it infinitely and we're playing another game zelda that also does a lot of that creative freedom like the game is really built around you figuring out how to do stuff and not doing it the way quote unquote the game wants you to this is a different kind of approach to that but the same idea that you have to be able to play this game in your own way but you also have to think that way when you're playing the game yeah. and not just get into even like a traditional rpg mindset of like attack cast spell, use item are my options or right. whatever, you know, like those things that are typical game functions, mechanics, you got to think past those if, in the D&D &D world. If you do that, if you do that, you're going to get wiped in Baldur's Gate 3. You just are. And you're not going to have fun. I mean, you, you really have to think about things like the high ground. You have to mm -hmm. think about things like, like, and they pointed this out any place that you have chandeliers that you know in the enemies or below the chandeliers just just use an arrow like everybody in your party needs a hand-to-hand -hand weapon and an arrow and i'm like you know what i played enough D, &D. they're right you gotta yeah. have you gotta have both you gotta have a little range and you gotta have some up close and and I, I think that's fantastic. <laughs> I think it's specifically fantastic for you and I for when we play this together. I This is another one of those that I don't know how much I'm going to solo. I'm going to solo some, just like you're going to solo some. But, but the joy in this, I think, is going to be us getting together and going, okay, dude. Here we are in this D and D world. Let's go. Um, yeah, that for sure. that's the part of it that I'm most looking forward to. Yeah, I, the, I agree. The other thing I want to say uh, is that I didn't, uh, like I said, I haven't gotten a lot of gaming done, but I did see 
the Dungeons and Dragons movie because oh, nice. it's on Paramount. And I nice. I fired up and watched it and I was really, really impressed. Cause five minutes in, they they mentioned Neverwinter and Boulder's Gate. And nice. Chris was sitting with me and I was like, I'm thinking that's a play Boulder's Gate. That's really cool. <laughs> um because they're they're talking, you know, in the lore, those are cities. They're not games. Right. They're they're D and D cities. The movie was really well done. Uh, it was very clearly in the D and D universe. Um, I I was sort of kind of impressed. Yeah, I've heard it's good. I, I haven't watched it yet, but I do have Paramount as well, so I'm gonna have to yeah. to do that. Yeah, because. I, I'm I'm really excited. I'm I'm really uh I know we gotta get ready for Starfield. We yeah. are going to play Starfield because Duff has given us the gear uh to play Starfield. And so we will be playing Starfield day one. For uh, sure. But but it's gonna have to share some time with Boulders Gate. Also very true. <laughs> uh, that's uh, I do you That's not a bad problem to have. Do you feel like you you played a little bit and and I assume the the computer is decent as far as your companions going even if it's not you have the ability to totally micromanage them and say you go here and split them off from the party and whatever. Right. Uh do you feel good about the way the solo experience is set up because I I would love for you and me to play eighty hours of Bowser's Gate Three. That's probably not going to happen. That's the sure. way I would like to play it. It's probably not going to work out that way. Yeah, uh, I, it's it's great that uh, it it uh, feels good with the party dynamics and and how you uh, uh, control your party members, which is really, I mean, you basically just have full control over what everybody does in your party. You can switch who you're controlling at any time. And so you're not, uh, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> you're not committed to your character though. That's obviously where the story, uh, is going to be, uh, directed at, but you've got the ability to switch to any of the other characters for their skills and abilities at any time and all that kind of stuff. And so, uh, yeah, I think it's going to work well. Again, I'm not far enough into it to really have a great sense of that, but, uh, from all I hear, yeah, it seems like that that side of it's not going to be a problem at all. It, it's it's going to be a lot of fun. I have no idea when we're going to play anything. Uh, yeah. They're already talking about uh, season two of the Aldo Four, and I'm like, wait, what? What? Wait, no. <laughs> yes, you know. it's it's wild. I don't understand. So uh, it's a good segue into uh, what is our kind of final uh, E4 thing uh, of this year or next show will likely be back to a regular show not an E4 show uh, because Gamescom is is happening right now the opening night live uh, event uh, hosted by Jeff Keighley happened yesterday so we uh, we watched that and, and have at least a few thoughts uh, with that of some of the announcements from it wasn't a whole lot of big announcements uh, and, and they kind of said that going into it that we're going to see a lot of stuff on games that we already know that's coming which is fine because We've got a whole lot of games that are coming that are right. big deals. And so uh, we start with some Starfield. Talked about Starfield a little bit ago. Uh, they showed uh, a, a live action trailer for Starfield, which I just. No. I mean, it was pretty, but like, no. I want to see the game. I don't, I don't, I don't want to see, like, I, I don't care what, like, you can script actors and, and do 
fancy visual effects in that way for. I want to see what you can do in a game. And so that always just turns me off. I'm not a big fan of, of when game companies do that. Uh, and so whatever, it was fine. It was pretty, but it didn't tell us anything about the game. Uh, and then uh, we got uh, a little bit of um, uh, Todd Howard coming out and, and talking about uh, you know, we, this is a game we dreamed of at Bethesda for years. Which, and we've heard a billion times. We, so we still we, didn't hear anything. We've heard all of that. <laughs> yes. That was my thing. Was a he switched the jacket? He was wearing right. I know. I was like, <laughs> dude, what are you doing? Come what, on, what's going on? And then he like regurgitated, um, you know, all the stuff that we've been hearing for yes. six months, which I understand. Like Jeff said three times. I've been playing it. They won't let me talk about it. I'm under NDA. I can't. Yeah. I, I I get it. Um, that said, you know, you have a massively saturated market right now. Yeah. And and if Cyberpunk has taught me anything, just because you think you've got the biggest, baddest game on the planet doesn't mean you actually do. Yes. When there's something like Baldur's Gate out there that's going to give you every ounce of the run for your money. So yep. I I I don't know if they're taking the right approach here. Yeah, I don't either. It's so close to the launch of the game. So the game's out in uh just over a week for the, you know, early access, whatever they're calling it. Um uh and then uh another six days after that, I think, when it's out for everybody. Um so we're gonna we're gonna see the game in two weeks. And so it's you know, like there's only so much you can do at this point anyway. Um, but I do wish they would have showed us something about the game, something new, something interesting, just to kind of whet our appetite as opposed to just being like, hey, this game's coming. And we're all like, yeah, we 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 know. We're like, it's not a big surprise that the game's coming. So anyway, um, you also mentioned Cyberpunk there. So we could talk about, uh, they they talked more about uh, Phantom Liberty, the Cyberpunk uh, DLC that's coming. Uh, and, and kind of more importantly, I think, just talked about the kind of, overhaul of cyberpunk in general like the whole game is getting overhauled from the uh ability system and and uh how your character progression works and and a lot of gameplay elements and all this stuff that is going to be an update that's free for everybody that everybody's going to get the kind of base update that happens and then if you want the dlc content you can go obviously buy the DLC and, and do that as well. But it Cyberpunk is going to be a, a fantastic game. It is a fantastic game right now, but it's going to be a better game. Uh and and so that's just another really great game that exists. <laughs> I mean, not not to uh not to belabor the D D thing too much, but uh C Project Red is is basically looking at the game master going, can we get a reroll, please? If they really, um, if they could get a reroll, they might be in the running for game of the year this year. Uh, just the way that they have uh, really gone above and beyond to try and fix this thing. And I know yeah. it's it's fixed to the point that you like it. I know I'm going to love it. I'm afraid again that it's going to steal me away from Baldur's Gate and Starfield yep. because that's, you know, you and I have been wanting to play Cyberpunk together for the last, you know, eight months or whatever. 
Yeah. Uh, and so I, I have no idea how I'm going to I don't have time to split. Uh, yeah. But <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to split the time that I I have no clue how I'm going to play all this. Yes. Um, I, and so it's a, like you say, it's a good problem to have. Um, I really wonder <laughs> with with them getting to this point with <coughs> Cyberpunk when we're going to see The Witcher Four, and and yeah. and I haven't I haven't played enough of The Witcher franchise to be you know clamoring for The Witcher Four really, uh, but but man, you got to know that's coming. Yeah, it's not coming for a while though, because at this point they're still, you know, uh, solidly in cyberpunk world, uh, which is which is fine. Nothing wrong with that, because uh, cyberpunk's great. Uh, but it's again, it's just competing with so many other big games. This is honestly, we haven't talked about this specifically yet, and we'll see Starfield here in just a little bit of how good it is. We are in an all-time year of games right now. Yes, like, twenty twenty-three is an all-timer uh, between Zelda, Diablo. Final Fantasy 16, Baldur's Gate, and whatever Starfield ends up being, uh, it's going to at least, you know, be something we talk about uh, in that kind of realm of stuff. Uh, and we've got a new Mario game coming. We've got stuff still happening before the end of the year. Like, it is just, uh, it, like, two years ago or whatever it was that uh, it takes two, one game of the year at the yeah. Game Awards. And it was like, oh, that's cute. But it was like, you know, the, those, the, the, the nominees that year were not great this year the nominees are gonna be zelda and baldur's gate and starfield and final fantasy 16 like these are crazy good games uh that like we just don't have a chance to get to all of them which sucks but it's a good problem to have again there's just so much content out there and cyberpunk is trying to squeeze in like hey we're still a good game too uh on yeah. top of all that yeah, and, well, like, they are it's fantastic and yeah just Keeps going. Uh, another game that's coming out this year that may be in that conversation. I don't know if it's quite going to be those, but it's going to be pretty good, it looks like. It's Alan Wake 2. Yeah. Uh, we saw a little bit more of it. They showed off their live action element to the game, and so there's going to be a part of the game that's actually going to go into live action of of Alan uh, living in this kind of alternate world, uh, the dark place, and, and it's good. It's kind of like the Starfield thing. It's like, I don't I don't necessarily want live action in my games. Games well, are really pretty. I like, mean, why why do we need live action stuff? The the dev was out there and he was saying how it was going to be seamlessly woven in. Right. And I actually sat there and thought, is this 1996? Exactly. Like, <laughs> like, like am I am I have I just gone to the store and picked up a Sega CD for the first time? <laughs> because that, that those were the talking points <laughs> that we had back in the day. And yes. I'm like, have we gone back 30 years? Because, like, I'm cool with you putting live action in a game. I'm cool with it. If you, yeah. if you want to do that, fine. It's not a selling point in 2023. No, it's, it's not. It's and not. And it's honestly, for me, it's something that I don't even find that interesting. Again, well, games are beautiful. I, like, I would find it more interesting if it was just in there and you didn't say anything. And then maybe, and then somebody would be like, "Hey, look what they're doing here!" <laughs> yeah. Like, like you know, I, I think I, I guess what I'm trying to say is I don't really think you should be 
pitching that as a selling point at this point. Like, yeah, you have it, fine, cool, that's great, it's awesome. Probably answer your game. I don't know that you need to try and sell us on it. Yeah, uh, that, that's I think generous at best. I think the game's gonna be great. Like, it looks like a great game, but just. Mm. Um, you mentioned uh, season two of Diablo Four coming. Uh, it's going to be about vampires, which is kind of cool. You're yeah, a vampire hunter and going to go get to be a vampire and kill some vampires. Uh, they showed Assassin's Creed Mirage a little bit more. Hold on, uh, hold, hold on. Before, before yeah. we get to this, I got to ask you a question about season, and and this this is something we need to post to Facebook because I don't know that any either one of us knows. Okay. Let's say, for example, you and I roll a seasonal character for whatever season it is. Do you get to play the content from the previous season as you go? I would think not because the the seasons are individual, right? right? And the characters that you roll are individual because I'm sure there's stuff from this season that I would find interesting and I'm just not there yet. And and so Battle Pass is a big deal everywhere. Uh Diablo has it. Every major game out there has a battle pass and tier skips and all that jazz. And and it just got me thinking if the seasonal content is such a huge deal, can you access previous seasonal content i don't know the answer do you i don't know the answer uh because i've never really been in a game that uses me either no that way so it's a good question uh that i do not uh, have a good answer to um i bet we'll find out i i because the reason i bring it up is i've never seen a vampire hunter be pitched in diablo and I think that's kind of cool. Like, yeah. regardless of whatever season I get in on, can right. I play some of that vampire hunter content? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, yeah, yeah, it does sound cool. Like, it it was like really interesting. Like, from a Diablo perspective of something that we haven't seen in Diablo before. Like, oh yeah, that could be really really fun. Um, it, it, I, I just don't know the answer. So it's, if anybody knows, let us know. There's somebody out there that knows. If you know, post it on the Facebook page or email us at gamingonsister.com or you can call the voicemail line at 509-GAME-210 and tell us we're stupid because we don't know. <laughs> um, I, I'm just really curious about that. Now, now, as you were, sir, I apologize. No, that's a good question. Uh, that, was, that was totally fair. Um, there were there were some uh, announced games. Uh, I'm trying to think if there was anything that was really big. Um, they did show uh, Fort, there's a new Fort, Chronic Dream. Uh, Fort uh, what, what Fort Fort Sol- Solace. Solace. That yep. one. That one. I gotta play. I that said, one does look cool. I said that eight months ago, uh, and I saw it again last night. They brought the the voice actors out there. Uh, Joy Baker was out there, uh, and 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 man, that one looks good. I gotta I gotta find some time for that one. Yeah, um, Quantic Dream has a new game that 
is not in Quantic Dream style. <laughs> it's like, uh, like uh, don't nod style. It's like life is strange kind of looking. It was weird. I didn't yeah. just threw me off as a Quantic Dream game, but whatever. Quantic Dream's a company we've talked about a lot in the past. Uh, Marvel Snap is available on Steam now. So if you've uh, not played Marvel uh, Marvel Snap on mobile and want to, it really is quite fun. I enjoy yeah. Marvel Snap uh, a lot. Um, trying to think of what else did they show off that's worth talking about. Age of Empires 4 is now on Xbox. If you got Xbox and want to play Age of Empires on Xbox, which sounds miserable, uh, you can. Uh, it's there. Lords of the Fallen. They showed off more Lords of the Fallen, which has a lot of people really excited. It's not really my thing, but uh, uh, is a big deal. Ice T showed up to talk about Payday 3, <laughs> which was random. Okay, uh, so so here's here's what I love about that. The, the the like the second line in the thing was I know about being a criminal. <laughs> yeah. and, and like like I thought, how cool is it that you are popular enough to that that <laughs> people know that you were a hustler and you did all this stuff when you were coming up and nobody cares. You can just be like, yo, I, I know about this because I used to be this guy. I was like, that, that's, that's pretty kind of scary and also kind of awesome. Kind of awesome. Yeah. Um, uh, last thing I'll mention, uh, kind of on the same, uh, in the same vein, Zack Snyder came out. Okay, to I, show it, off it was, uh, Rebel Moon, which is his new movie <sighs> series coming to Netflix, uh, two parts at least. Which apparently there will be a game, but they they don't have any details on the game. They're just like, oh yeah, we're definitely going to make this into a video game that's going to be awesome, but like it's not yet. Um, anyway, it, that was strange. I, I gotta say that that uh, that Chris was sitting there watching this with me, which will be here in about twenty minutes, so. He may pop onto the camera, uh, but but he's sitting here watching this with me, and you get to the end of that, and Jeff goes, I can't wait to play that game. And Chris looks at me and goes, I thought it was a movie. Yeah. And I, I said, it is. He's just really struggling <laughs> because he's hosting a gaming show, and, and uh, Zack Snyder was more than a little bit awkward. I don't think that dude is regularly in front of crowds. No. Uh, so. He seems a little bit like a strange cat. Yeah, it's, it's a little, it was a little weird. Um, I don't even know that I even particularly want to watch. The, I mean, I'll watch it, but. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say something maybe controversial for a nerdy dude uh, here. I I find Zack Snyder okay. Yes. But not. Thank you. Like it just like the obsession with Zack Snyder, like for a lot of things, like uh, uh, so much of the DC stuff he's done. I'm just like, can can I, can we just just say, can we just say Man of Steel was not good? Man of Steel wasn't great. Like, no. It wasn't awful. But that's the thing with a lot of Zack Snyder. Like, uh, 300 was phenomenal, right? And then, like, after that, it's like everything else is kind of like, okay, it's I I see what you're trying to do, but it's just not Yes. Like, when Jeff said whatever he said, one of the greatest directors of our lifetime, I thought he was going to bring out Spielberg. Right. Then he he gave the list of titles, and I was like, oh, it's Zack Snyder. Crap, okay. (laughs) Um, 
yeah, I totally agree. I that's not that may be controversial for everybody else. That is not <laughs> controversial for us. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Again, it's fine, but just yeah, I'm, I'm looking at his uh, filmography now. I, I I enjoyed the Watchmen movie. He did the Watchmen movie. Yes, it was good, but you know. 300 was good. Really enjoyed 300. Uh, but like, once he started doing the DC stuff, like, um, you know, yeah. some of it's okay. Some of it's really not great. Uh, and and whatever. It's fine. Uh, maybe Rebel Moon will be fine. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, the concept of it sounds kind of interesting to me, but it, and it's on Netflix, so who cares? Like, it yeah. sucks, it's on Netflix, so what do you lose? So, anyway, uh, that was Gamescom opening night, uh, and, and there's <laughs> lots of other stuff in there. So, it just was a big announcement. I gotta say what we always say with these. I applaud Jeff for doing all that he does. That dude works his butt off. Yes. And and as much as I want to complain about some of the awkwardness and some of the stuff that goes on, I mean, for kind of lot when when he came on and said, strap in for the next two hours, my first thought was, oh, crap, there's two hours of this? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, uh, that's where we are now. I, like, I don't have time. You don't have time. Yeah, uh, but but that really was. I started it last night at like nine thirty, and and luckily, uh, Chris working with me has allowed me to be a little more of an adult. So um, I I started it at like nine thirty and was able to get through it last night right before this show. Uh, it it just it takes so long and they're so awkward and. The co-host lady, like, not her fault. Like, like she was great, um, but it's just it's 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 awkward, it's yeah. weird. Um, yeah. And and before you hear us complaining, we're not complaining because I can't see a single better way that he could have done that. It just it not everything works. You know, yeah, yeah, and and you know, Jeff specifically at this point does so much. You know, this is the second Jeff event of the year. We've got another Jeff event with the Game Awards coming up in December. Uh, like this is kind of what he does, you know, and and he does a decent job of it. But he can only work with what he has access to, and we're at the point right now where all the good games are here. You know, <laughs> like we're just in a in a place where there's not a lot to tease because everything's here we have it it's it's time to be playing a lot of this stuff and we're probably going to have a little bit of a down 2024 with spider-man i didn't even mention spider-man we got spider-man 2 coming in like two months like uh, what, is, what the crap are we going to do like, so like what, let, let me just let me just say this before he dies i i know that we say a lot on i specifically me specifically i say that you and i could spend 40 hours a week on this show. And, and 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 if somebody would give us money to quit both of our jobs and, and take care of our families, like we would do this 40 hours a week because there's enough for us to do that we could do it. I, I, at this point, I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> like, how are we going to play everything and not look like a massive joke? Like, where are we going to get this time? And it's yeah. a fantastic problem to have. 
just the best. And I have this massive 35-inch monitor. I have a huge TV sitting in front of me. We are building the space. It's going to happen. We're going to be in a place where we have a space to do this. We just need the time. Yeah. And, and like, I have no idea where we're going to get it. Like, I'm hoping that, that whatever it is that you have, like, they have to put you in isolation for, for, like, <laughs> for, like, the next, I don't know, 8 to 12 months, and you can just right. come hang out with me because I don't care because <laughs> if I get sick, you know, so what? Right. Um, like, that's really what needs to happen. Like, we need to put you in isolation or you need to go on sabbatical or something uh, yeah. because I have no idea how we're going to get it all done. Yeah, it's nuts. And again, like you said, it's a wonderful problem. Yes. Uh, it's a good time to be a gamer. We say that a lot. Uh, that is still true. It is a good time. To be yes. A gamer, so. uh, successfully for good summer of games, uh, mostly playing them, which has been really good. Yes. Really I, I, I don't think we could have asked for anything more as far as options other than, like I said, done way all this stuff. Yeah. Uh, we, we, it has been so good. Uh, we've had, I, I don't know that we've ever had so many games to play at once in our lives. I mean, the fact, the fact that I'm having to spend my evenings watching you play video games so that we can get through the video game that we're playing to start another video game that we need to be playing. Like, like it's a really good way to, to, spend your time i haven't watched tv other than an, ep an episode or something here and there in like three months like I, i'm just it's all games all all the all the time that i have is going to video games and i i think that's what we have wanted since we were kids and here it is and we're we're kind of drowning in it to be honest with you um yeah. But but like like we we're saying, it's a great problem to have, and and I hope uh, that the content generated doesn't suck too bad because <laughs> we're doing all this for you guys, and so we hope that you enjoy what you see. Uh, if you would like to see something that we're not showing you, please let us know because yes. we can play the games that we want to play on our own time. If you have a game in mind that you would like for both or either one of us to pick up and play, we will do that. I will especially do that when I have a new PC sitting in my house in the next little while. Yeah. Uh, we, we, would, we would gladly pick up some stuff that we have missed or are going to miss because I'll tell you right now, we're going to miss some stuff. Yes. Uh, we've already missed some stuff. Yes. So so you guys let us know what you want to see, and we will play it. Duff has already requested Starfield. I've had other people request that I play Cyberpunk, and I will. Just don't quite have the rig for it. Uh, so we're, we're, we're in a good space. Just let us know what you want us to play, and we will do so. If you would like to hang out with other folks that listen to this show, the place to do that is the Facebook page. 
Uh, lots of stuff going on there. Sam is always making it interesting over there. Uh, the lots of good conversation happens over there uh, with some guys that we don't see on a very regular basis. And so if you want to go and check that out, that is very a very cool place to be. Otherwise, uh, you can send us an email, gamingunsensored at gmail.com, or hit the voicemail line at 509-GAME-210. He made it through the entire show, and he's not dead. I'm still alive. Uh, and so, with, with that being said, I'm Jamie, that's Tommy. This is Gaming Uncensored's final coverage of Idiots Explaining Entertainment. It's been an extravaganza, and it's only on GamingUncensored.com. It's E4, and we are out. is brought to you by Colonel Duff. Duff, helping a random handicapped guy in the middle of nowhere. Only on Gaming Uncensored.